Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. Good Tuesday afternoon. Chalk up another beautiful fall day. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Thanks for hanging out with me this afternoon. If you were hanging out with me yesterday, you would have heard me talk about the need for a field house in our city. And this is great that we're able to follow this up with what about McMahon? Because the whole premise of our conversation over the last couple of days has been, yeah, we're we're talking a lot about the arena debate, even though, you know, the flames say they're not talking anymore. But after Calgary Next was unveiled a couple of years ago. All of a sudden, the field house kind of forgot about that. Well, in fact, Calgary Next brought it to the forefront, but now we're kind of forgetting about it because there's this Plan B, McMahon Stadium. It was part of the big Calgary Next, but now that we're focusing on Plan B, what about McMahon Stadium? And and I love when you look at the history of McMahon Stadium. It was built in 1960. took about 100 days. Like, that's just over three months to complete. I think it was just over $1 million, named after Frank McMahon. Great history of McMahon Stadium. But I think we can all agree that it needs some upgrading. And I'm sure my next guest will agree with that. Steve Allen, chair of the McMahon Stadium Board. He joins us today. Hello, Steve. Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm well. And uh, when, when we talk about the history of McMahon Stadium, Steve, tell me your memories of McMahon Stadium. Oh, well, I remember... Um going to it as a kid <laughs> after um, Mawada Stadium shut down and after it was, was first built and it was quite quite spectacular. Uh, I remember sneaking in as a kid. <laughs> it was easier to sneak into Mawada than McMahon but uh, you know and I remember some of the great the great football games and uh, the, you know I got involved in the uh, professionally on a pro bono basis when the, when the football club was in financial difficulty back in the 80s and so it's got a ton of memories. It's a, it's a really important part of uh, Calgary's uh, history, I think. You know, the Olympic Games is another one that was at the, uh, along with you know, lots of other Calgarians, would remember the opening ceremonies of the, uh, of some the great, Olympic Games. Some and, great open-air concerts before yeah, oh, they got yeah, too noisy. Yeah, back in the, yeah, I remember being at a... <laughs> I can't remember who all the headliners were back in the <laughs> concerts in the in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, some some great history. My listeners will probably be remi- remind me of some of the open air concerts. But um, I think you would agree uh, the great history. But we've got to make some changes to McMahon. What are your thoughts on that, Steve? Well, absolutely. You know, the building is fifty seven years old. Um, we we have actually done a a good job of of keeping up uh, with it. Um, and you know. It was, it's uh, it's owned by the university, so it's a university asset. But we have a separate society with a board that uh, oversees it, and so uh, you know it's our budget. We don't we don't get any funding from the university because they've got to put their funding into uh, educational resources mm-hmm. and, and that sort of thing. So our our primary funding comes from the Stampeders Football Club and from the. Uh, and from the, the city of Calgary, we used to get a little bit of money from the province, but they cut that, cut that off. So it's a very skinny budget. But we've done a we've done a really good job of maintaining it and, and keeping the, uh, the, the the steel and concrete uh, structure up up to speed. Um, but it's you know it, it when it was first built, it was only twenty thousand seats, and it's now thirty five thousand, little over thirty five thousand seats. And uh, with the um, you know that was expanded for the Olympics and, and and other things, but the 
the guts of the building weren't really expanded at that time. You know, they added a few washrooms, but uh, the concourse space is, was 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 made for 20,000 people, not 35,000 mm-hmm. people, so it's totally inadequate. The, and the washrooms are inadequate today. I mean, I think when the stadium was built, uh, there wasn't as many women that went to uh, football games, and that's changed. So we, we definitely need to, to address... Uh, these things and we've been looking at it over the years uh, for, for a number of years and we have a master plan actually and we we uh, took, pulled that master plan out and had it looked at again uh, earlier this year and for 25 million dollars we could um, address problems with the concourse um, add new washrooms up to current uh, code and, and improve the uh, concessions and the concourse space would it's not quite double, but it's practically would would double that size. It would make a huge difference in the in the user experience and and, and address a lot of those sort of convenience type issues. That would be for twenty five million dollars. Yeah, and that would be at the same location. Yeah, so it's uh, the, 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 and and the, the only other thing that we we also had engineers look at the at the structure itself yeah. and the mechanical systems and so on and uh, so there's an additional two million dollars that we would uh, spent over a five year period that would ensure uh, that uh, we'd get another 20, 20 to twenty five years out of the structure of the mechanical systems and I'm told I'm not an engineer but I'm told that that's about as much as any engineer would ever tell you. So we, you know, it's probably a lot more than than that uh, life life than that left in it. But that master plan, you say you pulled it out this year just to take another look at it. When did you say the master plan was originally made? Oh, well, we we actually created it um, around the time of uh, the end of Ralph Klein's era. Mm. Um, so uh, the provincial government gave us fifteen million dollars uh, back then. Um, and, and, to, to look at some improvements to the facility. And we looked at a whole bunch of different options, including the one I just spoke of, yeah. but it, it wasn't enough money to get the job done. So with that money, what we did was we addressed the uh, the Stampeders' needs, of a, and that was when we built the new coaches' building. Uh, we built new locker rooms and so on for the dinosaurs, because that's their home, uh, the USC dinosaurs. Yeah. And we uh, completely gutted that clubhouse at the south end and, and made new locker rooms and uh, fitness areas and offices and so on for the, for, the, for the players. But we were able to get a lot of the people out into the coaches' building. So, so we've been attending to it. But around that time, we, we did a master plan that had a, about three phases. And uh, the first phase was the one I'm talking about with the concessions and the washrooms and the second phase was we could actually join at the south end. We could join the east and west concourses, uh, or east and west the stands with a with a concourse, mm-hmm. and then uh, the we we could also hang uh, private suites from the from the corners. It was a way of putting some some suites in to generate more revenue from the club. And then there was a piece where you could actually dress up the outside of the of the building and make yeah. it look pretty. But uh, you know, all in. Back in back in those you know the dollars of whatever that was right. seven or eight years ago it was uh, would have been about 110 million I think mm-hmm. but we we wanted to go back and double and, and really check on this first phase because we think that that's quite a practical way to address the stadium needs and and they they we had a an estimate a few years ago of 25 million but we wanted to update that and it's still about 25 million 
to, to fix this. And that would be the first phase of this ideal three-phase master plan. Yeah, yeah, and it's, you know, we're, people say we're, you know, a lot of people talk about a covered stadium and that we, one, one of the things we know we can't do is cover this stadium. Um, and frankly, you know, I'm speaking personally, but I question the rationale of, of covering the stadium. It would, I mean, the, the only covered stadium in the country is Vancouver and they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we really have pretty agreeable weather and you know, so many of the games are in the, summer and the, and the, the fall, fall, beautiful yeah. days when people like to be outside. You know, we've addressed, we, we look at the, uh, you know, when, when you talk to people who have traveled around to the league, they say the sight lines at McMahon are second to none. You know, the, the, you know the, your view of the field and the, and the play uh, is all, um, you know, about the best in, in the league. Um, you're, you're close to the field. We don't have a track around it, so you're not sort of set back moved, from, yeah. from the field of play. We, we keep up. Uh, we keep up with things like the sound systems and the and the turf. I think that artificial turf that's in there now was just uh, installed uh, a year last year before last season. So it's you know we, it's in good shape. It's a you know I I think it's a great place to watch football. So when we look at all of the, I mean, would I love to have a new football stadium? You know, you bet uh, that that would be fantastic um, to have a brand new football stadium. But but it's uh, with all of the capital infrastructure needs that we have in Calgary, uh, I just don't think it hits the list of priorities. And you know, the other thing we always talk about too, and, and even uh, you know, the, the Calgary Sports and Entertainment will admit this is the league is always in a tenuous financial condition. So. Do, do you really invest that kind of money in a new stadium when you've when the league is sort of constantly seems to be in mm. shaky situation so you know we think for for this twenty five million dollars it's a prudent investment um, that will really improve the enjoyment of the of the building and and get us a few more years until we can you know solve a few of these other problems and then find a find the money for a new stadium. All right, you set things up well. And as you say, for $25 million, we could have, a, I wouldn't say cosmetic, because as a woman, I would like to have more bathrooms there as well. Absolutely, But, yeah. but after the break, Steve, I, I want to talk about... All right, what what is holding us back and how Calgary Next played into this as well. Steve Allen sure. is my guest. He is the chair of the McMahon Stadium Society. 403-974-8255. Definitely after I talk with Steve, I will open up the phones and the texts. Your thoughts on McMahon Stadium, which, as I've said, has kind of been lost in this whole discussion. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today. Of course, we are the voice of the Calgary Stampeders, and that's why we have a vested interest in what happens at McMahon Stadium as we talk about a new arena, a new field house, where's McMahon Stadium and all this. Steve Allen is the chair of the McMahon Stadium Society. Steve, just uh, run through that relationship again, because it's uh, what's your relationship then with the Calgary Sports and Entertainment? Are they just a, a tenant? They're a tenant, so we have a... Uh, a lease uh, with them. Um, I think it's a five-year lease that runs out again at the end of next year. It's just, you know, we negotiate it every five years, but uh, with Calgary Sports and Entertainment. And so, as the society, you operate the building, even though the University of Calgary owns the building. Am I following this? That's correct, yeah. The society was, was created way back when the when the building was built, and it's always been kind of a, at one time it was, 
I, mean, I, I can't remember all of the historical yeah. machinations, but uh, it was involved with with the, with the city, and then the city gave up some land for the university mm. for something else. Or the university gave some land to the city for something else, and ended up with a stadium. Um, and it, and the board consists of two representatives appointed by the city, two from the university, and two from the public at large. All right. I wanted to just make this clear because some people might think that, Steve Allen, you're working for Calgary Sports and Entertainment, where, in fact, they uh, need the society because they're leasing the the building when they need it for their Stampede football yeah, game. Yeah, it's a complete arm's-length relationship. The other thing that's important, uh, you know, we, have a, we also have an agreement with the city of Calgary. Um, and you know, a lot of people might think that it's only uh, you know we only have ten events a year at the at McMahon, but in fact there's about 400 amateur sports events through the year and about 800 hours of uh, field time yeah. uh, throughout the year. So it's a really important venue. And when, once we put the artificial turf in years ago, it really opened up the use for for other amateur sports groups. So it gets a it's an it's an important asset for the community. When uh... Calgary Next was proposed over two years ago. Uh, what what reaction did the society have to that? Because suddenly, well, you were there was a new stadium being built, and yet we have the McMahon Stadium Society that is probably saying we could put twenty five million into this and keep it right where it is. I'm just curious when all that was being unrolled, where the society was falling in that. Well, the society wearing my society hat, we just kept our heads down. <laughs> uh, you know, we 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 made uh, stakeholders aware that we had this uh, plan and the and the ability to uh, renovate it. Um, you know, on the on the one hand, um, it's a valuable. You know, if they quit playing football there, it's a valuable asset for redevelopment, and that you yeah. know, the, the, the the university would 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 benefit. But it's but it's also the you know the university has its hands full, and they got hundreds of millions of dollars of other uh, building and construction projects going on. They're building the university district, so they've got a lot of other things to focus on. So I think they, you know, we're, we're happy sort of just continuing to operate it. And if the uh, decision was made to proceed with Calgary Next, then so be it. We, yeah. would, we would deal with it. But we, we did want to want the public and the, and the city and the other stakeholders to know that we we had the this twenty five million dollar uh, solution. So where does the twenty five million dollars come from? <laughs> well, that's the big question. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, with all of these other stadiums. You know, the the, the new stadium in Regina and the one in Ottawa. It's all re- really public public money. And so it's you know we've been actually talking to the city and to the province uh, about this for years. Uh, saying, you know, and, and, and really, in, in, in my view, the pitch that we've made is that for $25 million, uh, you can punt the $250 million project down the road for a number of years, and, and, you know, until it sort of rises to the priority list. But in the meantime, this is a way to, to kind of keep this, you know, facility, which is still in really good, sound condition, um, functioning on a basis where the users would be much more comfortable with it. Does this go back to even what people are saying? Should public money go into a hockey arena? Should public money go into a football stadium? Well, you know, it, is, it has served for a lot of other purposes. It has been a community gathering gathering place. I mean, I think it's important. You, you get a million different opinions on yeah. this, but when I, I wear my Calgary um, Economic Development Chairman of the Boards hat, I say these things are all really important to the community. 
and you know that there is no money in football. Um, I, I firmly believe that, having uh, I've been involved in my professional life in two insolvencies of the football team um, back in the 80s and again in the in the 90s, and uh, it's a very skinny operation. So uh, there isn't extra money floating around to invest in this. You know, university doesn't have any money. The the operations of McMahon don't generate enough money to build a new building. And so, if if you know, and and then so it's important for a community. When we're Calgary Economic Development's out there trying to attract people to move here, we're trying to attract Amazon, the Amazons of the world, and you know we, we've got all kinds of files going. What you know, those people? The first thing they look at is is well the first thing they probably look at is the talent pool that's available in the city and we have an extraordinary talent pool and they don't want to leave here because they love the quality of life so they they look at the at the quality of life we have in the city and that includes the arts and sports and and uh, we, we we you know we need to find that right balance in my view of public money versus private money and yeah. and, and there just isn't you know nobody's no no private money is going to get invested in this Steve, uh, I know I was only supposed to have you till 3.30, but I've got a couple of callers who have just called in with questions about the stadium. Can you hang around for about four minutes? Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. Steve Allen, he is the uh, chair of the McMahon Stadium Society. 403-974-8255. I'm going to hold him for a few minutes after the news just to answer some of the questions that callers have. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today on News Talk 770. And I'm Angela Cocott. Yes, you are listening to Calgary Today. Let me just, um, Steve Allen, I've kept him over a little bit longer here. He's the chair of McMahon Stadium Society, just in case someone was going to ask a question that I have no idea of. Uh, but uh, let's go to the phones. Hi, Keith. Hi, Hi, Angela. How are you? I'm doing well. What's your question for Steve? My, I have one of the original lights that was uh, at McMahon Stadium when it was built in the 60s. And I was wondering if uh, Steve is interested in having it, or does he know of anyone, or does, do I phone McMahon Stadium, or what? Um, yeah, I would call um, our uh, call McMahon Stadium and talk to our general manager there. Okay, you don't happen to have his phone number, do you? <laughs> you know what, I doubt I Steve would have it on him. No. Um, Keith, so when you talk about a light, is this one of the big lights that used one to light the up the field? Lights, one of the big lights. Yeah, I was originally involved in the uh, first renovation. Oh. <laughs> and I used that light for, well, it was at that time, there were 1,500-watt incandescent lights there. I've got a 500-watt bulb in it now, which lights up the neighborhood. <laughs> I'd hate to see your electricity bill. Um, <laughs> Keith, yeah, just contact McMahon Stadium, see if they can help you. Um, Steve, another one here says, ask Steve to kind of back of the napkin lay out what it would take and who would have to bless building a Calgary Next-type all-inclusive development on McMahon lands to rejuvenate the whole Motel Village, Stadium Shopping Center District. <clears throat> would UFC ever consider any of that? Now, I know you speak for the society, and there's a a lot of other players involved here but uh, has that idea been thrown out there it has um and, and so i wasn't um, intimately involved with it but uh, the the proposal is for the field house itself uh to go on the foothills lands um and when all of those discussions were taking place we sort of pushed to say what would it cost to incorporate a stadium into the field house mm-hmm. And and the I mean I so I didn't see any of the numbers I didn't involve in the conversation but I was told that they did look at that and they just they, they didn't consider the cost to be feasible. Hmm. There is a big piece of property out there, isn't there? Well, and someday what we've also been pushing for is someday a master plan for that whole area. You know, the city owns the 
what is the foothills lands, um, and then the university owns the southern half of that. And we, we you know, we we continue to say we need to, to to get together and find a you know the best sort of use for those lands over the long term for the citizens and the university. Yeah. But we have, but nobody has really, you know, there's other priorities, I guess. We've got lots of master plans. We've got to get lots, something lots done. Master, exactly right. <laughs> Steve, uh, thanks for hanging out a little longer for us. Okay, my pleasure. Steve Allen, yeah, he is the chair of the McMahon Stadium Society. Now I want to throw it over to you, 403-974-8255. Your thoughts on McMahon Stadium? Because we've had lots of your thoughts when it comes to a hockey arena. What about McMahon Stadium? And as Steve said... $25 million could at least be part of their master plan, that first phase, improving the concourse, um, improve, improving the washrooms. I, I even think that that first phase would have been, no, the second phase would have been joining the east and the west and having a, a concourse right around there. So still just the first phase, upgrading the concession stands that we've got right now, that concourse area, and definitely increasing the washrooms. Or maybe you're thinking, you know what? No, I, I, I still like the idea of having everything under one roof. And maybe you're still liking the Calgary Next idea. I do think that between you and me, I think the, the city definitely has moved on from there, no matter what you think of um, developing that area that has been contaminated with creosote. But McMahon Stadium, and, and even when I say uh, $25 million and threw it out to him that, well, is this a similar debate when it comes to the arena for the Flames? Are we thinking of building a stadium for a professional football team? But I think he would argue that the professional football team, it's a smaller tenant than the Flames would be at the arena. And also that the, the CFL, uh, as football as a football team, it's not as lucrative as, let's say, the NHL or the NFL. So, uh, your thoughts there. 403-974-8255. A text here. I have season's tickets to the Stampeders. I have no issues with McMahon Stadium for watching football. As your guest says, good sight lines, um, football is best played outdoors. The biggest problem is the restrictive concourse. I'm not sure why that can't be addressed by just pushing out from under the stands into the parking lots rather than trying to cram everything in there. And I'm, I'm sure for that texter, this whole idea of the, the first phase of their master plan that's been around for a while would address that. Because if you have been in the concourse, and you'll, you'll know how crowded it can be there, you know, any halftime, any quarter break, anything like that, you know that it's very crowded and would definitely have to be upgraded. So um, that's a good suggestion on that one. Uh, another one here says, um, yeah, with all the funding the university receives from taxpayers, doesn't that mean McMahon belongs to us? Uh, it should. Um, it should. Uh, well, yeah, and I mean, you, you definitely could argue that. Taxpayers pay into universities and uh, universities are publicly owned. However, I think then you get into the legalities of what the property they have and the, the revenue they generate from that. So uh, I can't begin to argue that one. And then um, and, and then someone's just questioning why McMahon Stadium has been kind of lost in this whole debate. And the person says it's been lost because we have a giant monopoly that bought all the sports teams in the city. 
And referring to obviously Calgary Sports and Entertainment. And yes, they do own the Flames. They own the Stampeders. They own the Hitmen. They own the Roughneck. Yeah, I'm, you're right. That's pretty much all of those. Um, but still, they are they are tenants of McMahon Stadium, of the actual building. And I guess if, you know, if Calgary Next would have gone ahead, then they would have had everything under one roof. So 403-974-8255. want to talk about the uh, McMahon Stadium. Uh, one person says, oh, okay, it's not up to the stamps. Yeah, oh, it's not up to the stamps owners to, to fix McMahon. And that's right, because it's the, the McMahon Stadium Society that operates that building. Even though the University of Calgary owns that building, the society is the one that maintains it. So, yeah, it would be... Um, it would not be a, a Flames uh, decision, rather. And... Uh, uh, Ken King and counselors are nuts to think of a new arena and destroying the Saddle Dome. Uh, Ken, thanks for that. And of course, that's in reference. We're already hearing that some of the costs involved. Again, we have no deal on the table anymore. Uh, they're they're not even talking. But there was that was it what was it twenty five million? Correct me if I'm wrong. To tear down the Saddle Dome. And I wonder if again this was part of the negotiations that the Flames were saying. Well, if we're going to have a brand new arena, we don't want to have another arena competing with um, what's going to be going on in the new arena. So that that could be uh, you know there's there's a lot of things going on at the negotiating table that we have no idea. Well, nothing right now, but you know what I mean. Four zero three. Three nine seven four eight two five five. Let's get to the phones. Hi, Dennis. Hey, good day, Angela. How are you doing? I'm doing well. What are your thoughts on McMahon? Well, they they need an upgrade, if nothing else. Yeah. But lately, everybody's talking about how much effort, money, time, and energy is going into getting Amazon to come to Alberta. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. Yeah, I agree. Indian city. I agree. So why don't they take that same time, initiative, effort, and money? and put it to fixing McMahon because <laughs> it'll never happen to a Canadian city for yeah. Amazon to move out of the United States. Trump yeah. won't let it happen. Well, and Dennis, I mean, I wrote a blog today just saying, first of all, if there's even a whiff of corporate welfare for just this one Amazon, what are we doing for all the other, well, the startup techs? What are we doing for other companies? Do we, and I know Premier Notley said there's no talk of loan guarantees. You know, she's she's trying to be very clear, and I hope that's the case. But yeah, back to the whole idea of the energy that's being put into attracting this company. Why can't we put some of that energy into fixing up some of the uh, sports facilities, cultural facilities, um, what we have in our city right now. Dennis, thanks for the call. Hey, no problem. You have a great day. Yeah, you too. 403-974-8255. Let's go back to the phones. Hey, Dave. Hello. Hello. Uh, Just a a quick comment on something. Uh, We have season tickets at the top of the stadium on the west side, and what really bothers me about McMahon Stadium from a safety perspective there's no handrails on any of the rows going up to the higher level. Yeah, you're right. And it, it's waiting for an accident because sure as heck, someday everybody's going to be filing down these uh, stairways. And if someone loses their balance or mm-hmm. they've had one beer too many or whatever, and they fall ahead, you could get 
40, 50 people crashing down these stairs. Dave, have you, you say you're a season ticket holder for a long time. Yeah, years. Have, have you ever raised that just um, no. with the McMahon? You know what? I think it's something but you I, should. I think of it every time yeah. because <laughs> when you're climbing I have up to all climb those stairs. Up there, right to, we're right at the top level. And, and even not e- e- of safety, yes, but also just to assist people because you are doing quite a few stairs there. It would be nice to have a bit of a railing to help you up there. Well, for sure. Yeah. And, and the, the upper level is even steeper than the. Yeah. Uh, lower bowl well i definitely next time you buy your tickets i would be raising that because (laughs) they uh, well you know they they want your they want your business and they probably want your input too for sure thanks thanks dave okay 403-974-8255 i've got more texts and phone calls to get to and i will do that after this